quick one guys before we get into today's episode do you know any parents including yours who doesn't really know how to help their child through their journey in sports i'm hosting a free masterclass called nurturing your child's sporting talent in that masterclass they would learn how to prepare you or their children for sports the right way send them to athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting athletemaestro.com forward slash sports parenting now into today's episode hey guys hope you guys had a great weekend welcome back to another exciting episode of athlete maestro the sports education podcast that helps young athletes achieve peace of mind freedom and success in sports i'm your host tola ogulewe and this is episode 544 challenge yourself with every defeat be a leader even when you're not the best and do what only you can do best he led one of the greatest teams in history for over a decade under his leadership who established themselves as the greatest rugby team in history. Today on the show, New Zealand legend Richie McCaw. If you haven't heard of the New Zealand Hall Blacks, then I'm not sure what planet you're from. The most revered sports team on the planet. The team almost everyone uses to drive home their points on hard work, dedication, and tenacity so to lead that kind of fierce team and lead them to repeated glory it definitely says a lot about you the athlete the thing with new zealand and rugby is that they are twins who continue to have a love affair with each other so naturally new zealand always has talented rugby players from dan carter to aaron cruding to mahanonu the list goes on and on this only makes the job that Richie McCall was able to do all the more impressive. It wasn't until he was 14 years old that he began to take rugby seriously. It was clear at that age that he had something in him. Just five years later, he was selected for the New Zealand Under-19 team. It was in that moment that he realized what a successful career he could have in rugby. A year later, he made the leap up to the Under-21s and followed that up with making his super rugby debut for the Crusaders in 2001. Now you see, there's always something special about special athletes, the intangibles, the things you don't see on the outside. Later that year in November, he made his international debut for the All Blacks. Though many question the selection at the time, looking back now, I'm sure they will admit he just had it. Just five years later, he was named captain of the team. It was a badge he would wear with pride. His first World Cup in 2007 didn't go according to plan, and though there were calls to end his captaincy, he did what all great leaders do. He led from the front. He would lead New Zealand to back-to-back World Cup titles in 2011 and 2015 an unprecedented achievement when all was said and done he was the first all blacks to reach 100 caps first rugby union player to win 100 tests and the most capped player in rugby union history today he is your mentor guys 
and a few lessons that I wanted to learn from Richie Mako. Now, on this podcast, we have looked at rugby players in the past. We've looked at Dan Carter. We looked at Johnny Wilkinson. Uh, we have looked at Brian Abana. You know, just to just to name a few. But you see, when you are talking about some of the cream of the crop of rugby, then you see Richie Mako is one of those guys. Now, he's not the flashiest of rugby players, as you see in the lessons that we're going to learn, but that is beside the point. The point is that this is an athlete, a super athlete, who got to the pinnacle of his sport, and everyone in that sport acknowledged that, oh yes, he is at the pinnacle. The first lesson, guys, that I want you to learn from Richie McCall is challenge yourself with every defeat. Challenge yourself with every defeat. Now, you'd have heard in the intro when we talked about his journey in terms of making the under-19 side. Then, of course, a year later, made the under-21s. So later that year, the year that he made the under-21s, he made that leap up to the national team. And, of course, just five years later, he was then named team captain. Now, you see, the thing with great athletes and, you see, the thing with great leaders like Richie McCaw is that they, they look at this thing from the entire perspective. So more or less like a 360 degree angle. You know, so they're not only focusing on the successes. They're not only focusing on the defeats. You see, they are looking for how each of these things that are happening makes them a better athlete, so to speak, if I can use that word. And that's why a lot of people always ask the question like, what keeps motivating this New Zealand side? You see, they're the best in rugby, yes, but how is it that they're able to come back every time and, of course, do what they know how to do best, which is win? You know, so their entire seasons when they would go unbeaten or their entire seasons when they would lose only one match and, and ridiculous stats of that nature. So how were they able to come back? I see it's because of lessons like this and athletes like Richie Mako challenge yourself with every defeat. So even when they're losing, they are still challenging themselves. And of course, the perfect example is the 2007 World Cup. Now, of course, they had just been named team captain and, you know, everybody was supposed to be like the crowning moment for New Zealand uh, to get their hands on that trophy. They were the favourites. They're always the favourites anyways. But unfortunately, they lost. I think they lost to England or South Africa, uh, one of them, you know, on routes uh, to getting out of the competition. And because of that defeat, his captaincy was questioned. And people were like, are you sure we still want to have this guy as captain of the team? Like, what, what are we doing here, people? Like, we need to we need to get a grips and know exactly what it is we're doing. But you see, like all great leaders, what he did in that moment was what was going to go on to define his entire captaincy with that side. And he said, I wouldn't have put the time and efforts and work into what happened for the next eight years. I don't think the All Blacks would have been successful for the eight years had we not gone through that. So he was talking about the experience that they went through in 2007 when, of course, they were favorites and, of course, they bombed at the World Cup. You see, as an athlete, you need to be asking yourself, how am I challenging myself with every defeat? So a defeat happens now. How are you challenging yourself from that defeat? Or do you feel like, okay, because I lost, you know, you're down on yourself and then uh, you just find somewhere to kind of hide, so to speak. Or you just push the defeat beside or behind you and then you just forget about it and then you attempt to move on. How are you challenging yourself with every defeat? And that is what McCall is saying here. That yes, 2007, right? Things didn't go according to plan. And of course, it was very disappointing for the country. But you see, 
he says that if they didn't go through that they wouldn't have had the success that he had the next eight years so what was the success they had the next eight years aside from you know the rugby championships and all of that you see they won the world cup in 2011 and 2015 so not only did they win they also defended that title so it was because of the defeat that they suffered and they had to sit down and look and say look yes we are the all blacks but uh, you know if we continue to work under the perception that we are the mighty and nobody can defeat us then of course we have something rude that is coming our way and of course it came in that 2007 so what they did was they went back to basics and they knuckled down and they didn't see beyond themselves you know as this great all blacks team they said hey we still have to earn every victory we still have to fight for every victory and of course that is what led them to winning the world cup in 2011 winning the world cup in 2015 so my question to you listening to this particular episode is how are you challenging yourself with every defeat that you suffer now you see there are no minor defeats in in sports where you just say ah oh, it's not important it's just one of those games it's just one of those things how are you challenging yourself with that defeat because the defeat that you think is small is the same kind of defeat that is going to lead to something that is going to be bigger. So if great athletes like Richie McCaw, you know, can say, hey, when defeats occur, I'm not going to say that, hey, after all, I've been successful before and I'm going to be successful again. No, that's not what they say. What they do is that they actually sit down and they say, hey, what is it that we can do to ensure that not only does this situation not happen again, how do we improve on this situation and make things better and that's why i said i wouldn't have put the time and effort and work into what happened the next eight years so this is a guy who his captaincy was being challenged and they were like we told you guys don't make this guy captain you know now you've made him captain now we've bummed out at the world cup you know how exactly was this supposed to be a good plan he says i don't think the all blacks would have been successful for the eight years had we not gone through that had we not gone through that defeat which is exactly what he's talking about first lesson guys from richie mccall challenge yourself with every defeat second lesson from richie mccall is be a leader even when you're not the best be a leader even when you're not the best and i feel like this is one of the most underrated um, qualities you know that 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 coaches adore in athletes you know which is that you need to be a leader because if you're talking to athletes and you're talking about leadership qualities and things like that the first thing that as an athlete they're thinking about is how is this affecting how i play my sport how is this affecting my execution of my sport if it's not affecting my execution then does it really matter but you see what you don't realize is that it actually does now let's take richie mccall's case as an example now you had dan carter in that team now dan carter one of the most flamboyant rugby players in history and of course one of its most talented sons like when you talk about somebody kicking the rugby, like it's 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 unprecedented what he was able to do. So in terms of flashiness, you could say that that was the the most attractive player in the team, and of course he had the good looks uh, to go with it as well. Now the point with Richie McCaw was that he was not the best player on the team in terms of what people what would appeal to the fans, but that did not stop him from being the leader of the team he still ensured that hey i'm going to lead this team i might not be the best player now of course we're not talking about how efficient or if effective he was in his position because you cannot you can't put that aside like in terms of being effective in his position 
you just can't take that away from him. But in terms of the flashiness, in terms of being the best player, you had so many of all these other guys. And of course, I'm just using Dan Carter as one of the examples. But you see, it did not stop him from leading the team, even when they were down, back up to the glory that he knew the team could experience. But you see a lot of athletes these days, if they're not the best player on the team, then they are not offering anything leadership-wise. You know, so I'm just going to be a member of the team. After all, I'm not the best player on the team. So why would you expect certain things from me? Why would you want me to do certain things? But you see, that's a massive mistake, you know, that those athletes are making. I hope that you are not making that mistake and you're learning particularly from this episode in the sense that you can still lead even when you are not the best. So in all of those situations where the best players, you know, could not come to the aid of the team, guess what? Being a leader, being a captain, he was there to assist. He was there to lift the spirits, to lift the morales, to assist the other players in terms of what support do they need. And you see, you can never go wrong by being a very good teammate, you know, especially if you play team sports like rugby. So, yes, you might be the fanciest. Yes, you might be the most skillful. But you see, if you're not part of the team, you're going to find yourself out of the team faster than you got on. And I think that's one of the mistakes, biggest mistakes that certain talented young athletes make where they feel like hey it's all about talent you know and i'm all good and you know i'm not really going to offer anything else to the team guess what coaches are looking for athletes and players who can offer more than just their skill on the pitch or during the game so for athletes like richie mccall is a perfect example that you can still be a leader even when you're not the best player on the team so the question for you now is How are you in whatever way or capacity leading your team currently through everything that that team is going through? So offering advice to certain teammates, making uh, your points heard to the coach, making observations. You see, all of these things are some of this leadership quality. So you don't say, hey, I'm not the captain, so I'm not going to offer advice. I'm not the best player on the team. I'm not going to offer advice. Even when you know that your opinion on that particular subject matter might be helpful to the team learn a lesson today from richie mccall that even though you are not the best even though you are not the fanciest player the most skillful player you can still lead your team to glory and of course over the time that he was captain trust me new zealand experienced some of the most dominant periods in rugby that they have ever experienced second lesson from richie mccall be a leader even when you're not the best and the final lesson is do what only you can do best do what only you can do best now you hear players who would complain and who would talk about how they want to mirror certain players how they want to act like certain players how they want to play like certain players now if you remember the episode that we did on dennis rodman you know which was a few weeks or a few months ago i want you to go back and listen to that episode and you are going to learn particularly why this particular lesson is key you see when it came to athletes doing their best in what they were good at dennis rodman at rebounding was better than michael jordan at scoring so the great mj as good as mj was when it came to him executing his scoring abilities which he was exceptionally good at and dennis rodman executing his rebounding abilities which also he was exceptionally good at guess who came out tops it was dennis rodman you see you see similar things and similar qualities when it comes to Richie McCall, like I said, he wasn't the most fancy player. He wasn't the most skillful. You had other players in the team 
who were more skillful than him, who were more attractive in terms of how they played. But guess one thing that he knew how to do best was his own role in the team. So his role among the 15 players that step onto the pitch and also his role as captain. So the first question for you and the question more importantly that you have to answer is what are you good at in your sport? So if you play football, for example, and you're a striker, okay, in that striking position, what are you good at? Are you good at linking play up? Are you good at scoring? Are you good at setting other players up to score? You see, depending on what you're good at, you need to focus on that particular thing. So you see players who rarely score goals and people are always asking questions. How does he make the team? Like he's a striker that doesn't score. How does he make the team? But one key ingredient they're missing is that the coach has put him in that team for that game or those games that he has been playing for a particular reason. For a particular reason. It could be that he's a perfect target man. So someone that holds up the ball you know, and feeds the ball off to other players. It could be that he's good at linking up play. It could be, you see, there's a role that that player is playing and the coach is fine with that role. So the question is, in your sport, what is your own role? In your sport, what is it that you do best? Now, of course, I'm not saying that you should abandon other facets because if you've listened to the podcast for any length of time, one of the things that I've always said is don't completely abandon your weaknesses. Now, of course, your weaknesses and your strengths will never be apart. But can you continue to work on those weaknesses so they don't become Achilles' heels? You know, so I've always said that. So this is not a point of abandoning those weaknesses. But the point is that what is it that you are really good at and can you do what only you know how to do best? And of course, Richie McCall is the example. He never tried to play like Dan Carter. Now, of course, they play different positions. But he never now tried to be fancy because, oh, Dan Carter is fancy, you know, kicks the ball well, you know, kind of like the star man of the team. Okay, so let me see how I can also be fancy. He didn't do that. What is it that he knew how to do best to play his position? And that's the final lesson that I have for you from Richie McCall. Three lessons, guys. Challenge yourself with every defeat be a leader even when you're not the best and do what only you can do best. Do what only you can do best. Adley Marshall, guys, episode 544. Like I said in the intro, if you haven't heard of the All Blacks, I have absolutely no idea what it is that you're doing, man, because I'm sure you would have heard of them. The New Zealand All Blacks, absolutely special. But those are the lessons that I want you to learn from Richie McCall. Head over to the website, guys, athletemaestro.com. So many other free resources for you there, geared specifically towards one goal, which is helping you break your mental and physical limitations in sport. If you haven't subscribed to the podcast or you haven't left us a rating and review, I highly encourage that you do so. Head over to athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe. athletemaestro.com forward slash subscribe where you will not only learn how to subscribe, you also learn how to leave us a rating and review. And of course, what your rating and review does is that it gets other athletes to hear about the podcast and know that this is a resource they can use as they continue to chase their goals in sport. If you have any questions whatsoever, send me a mail, tola at athletemaestro.com. Tola at athletemaestro.com. I'll catch you guys on the next episode of the show. Remember, knowing it's not enough you must apply. Willing is not enough you must do. I want you to go out there, learn all the lessons you can from Richie McCall. I want you to go out there. I want you to be a maestro today and every single day.